Welcome to another episode at the Be Guided and Be Great podcast, where being intuitive is understood and being sensitive is a good thing. I'm your host, Kate St. Clair. All right, welcome back, everybody. Oh, geez, sounds like you guys really liked the last podcast with my interview with John Hurtow on your nervous system. I know as sensitives, I just knew you guys would find that information just incredible and something I, you know, I feel like a lot of us don't think about. It's not something that comes up in daily conversation. Certainly, um, kind of the extent of how we sort of express ourselves is like, I feel mad or, or even if you can admit that, right? But it's funny, the more I learn about it, the more I don't necessarily even use the terms of my emotional terms because I can tell, like if something's coming up, I can just say, oh, we're all dysregulated. Um, so once I realize, oh, we're all dysregulated or I'm dysregulated, the work really is to come back to regulation, kind of take the steps to come back and center ourselves before we start to have that conversation of what just happened or how we can fix it or how we can learn from it and move forward. So I know it's just an, an incredible conversation, I know. And I do hope that you take advantage of Jonathan's free gift for you. Um, there's some, uh, I think the directions are in the show notes of that particular episode. And of course you can get to the end of the episode and he explains what that free gift is for you. So we do have a, a rather short podcast today. I I feel sad letting you know I'm going to have to take a, the podcast that's going on hiatus for a couple of months. Um, there are... I might have time to drop one or two between now and maybe July, but it's really all hands on deck as my daughter um, graduates and I just have a million things as a mother um, that I need to be on top of and I don't want to miss out on um, in terms of my bandwidth of being able to handle everything. I really want to be present for the next couple of months as she graduates and then we enjoy time together as a family this summer and then she starts college in September. So I don't expect it to go longer than three months. We should be back. Let's see, April, May, June, you know, again, by July, we should be back. There is potential that it might be a touch longer than that because as I do prepare for her to graduate, I'm also going back into the waters of creation. I am almost done creating the journal. That's the companion for the Be Guided and Be Great book. Um, and I am already uh, recording the audible, the audible version rather. And man, my voice, I, I use my voice for everything, obviously, to communicate with my family, but I use it professionally uh, in the work that I do, in the mentorships uh, students I take, in the clients that I have. So, and then I'm recording the audiobook on top of it. So there's a, a need to also sort of pre preserve my voice as I go along. And I am also have in development a couple of freebies for you guys where two things the most sensitive struggle with is any sort of clearing protocol. <laughs> you know, I certainly dealt with this early in my career too. I just didn't really have a protocol for releasing, removing and clearing away, you know, excessive or external energy off of me because I just kind of thought I could take it and I could handle it. <laughs> so I had, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I had a moment of getting my ass wildly kicked energetically where I was humbled enough to say, okay, I need some help and I need some guidance around um, what might be happening here. So I, I'm creating a, a clearing meditation. And then I'm also, the second part that sensitives have a really hard time with is grounding, you know, really 
grounding into our lives, grounding into our work, grounding into our relationships. We kind of sort of want to hover, if not kind of be outside of the body for all the, you know, nitty gritty moments of life. And I find I have far more control. I find I have far more peace when I'm grounded and present and not trying to watch my life from the outside in, but rather from the inside out. So two more freebies coming your way. Uh, where there'll be the downloads of the clearing and a download of the grounding meditations. So in my desire to want to get these things done for you, I'm going to have to put something on hold and that will be the podcast for a, for a while. And, and it's so hard to put down for a little bit because I've gotten some momentum here now that we're out of COVID <laughs> and my kids actually went back to school. Um, I, we've got We've got on the horizon, we're going to do a podcast on totem animals, spirit animals, because often sensitives see animals um, in spirit. And sometimes you don't know if that's a mediumistic experience where you're seeing your clients or your friend's um, dog who's passed away, or if that actual dog is a messenger for you. I know just really quickly, uh, when I was a little girl, it was the spirit animals that scared the hell out of me. Um, as much, if not more than the actual ghosts that I saw. So I think I was around four. Ah, I was so tiny. I was at least four when these black cougars were just moving. And you know, the way that they moved scared the hell out of me, scared the hell out of me. And I wasn't, I think I was in my thirties and a professional medium when I finally got answers to why those cougars had showed up in my life at the time that they did. Um, I finally studied totem animals. I finally was able to talk to my guides thoroughly. I had access to other people's guides where there was a pattern of their spirit animals showing up. And that's the beautiful thing about working with fellow psychics or sensitives as clients. They, they know what you're talking about. I very, very few times has one of my mentorship students or clients that were really drawn to me in my work, um, ever surprised, you know, it's more, it's usually the people that are referred to me that, um, are really just like out on a limb. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll go to this medium, you know, <laughs> okay. I'll try it. You know, I hear so many good things about you. I guess I'll try to have a session with you. And uh, you know, that those are normally the only, the moments where somebody's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but uh, man, every time I work with, um, clients or, um, students and I say, you know, one time there was even, an elephant. And when I said, I see you, I see you on an elephant. And she said, actually the time that you're referring to, um, she said she had shirts made where it was kind of like a family, uh, like a family vacation or like, you know, where you travel and you meet your family together, like a reunion. She said they, she had these shirts done with elephants on them for everybody, um, in the name of this reunion. So animals come up a lot in my work. And of course, so many people of course love their animals, um, in a very almost human way these days, but even the older generations, uh, that lived on farms, there's a, a unique relationship to animals. And if I have a client that comes from a different country, different animals appear, of course they do. Right. So that's been really fascinating as I have a global community and I have global clients. Uh, one of my clients more recently, um, I love peacocks. So to me, it wasn't that weird, but I started to see peacocks around her. And when I 
was telling her what exactly what I was saying, she said, well, that's, that is kind of a spirit animal in her Indian culture, which I didn't know that. So, um, and she said growing up in India, uh, her mother had peacocks kind of like everywhere. I feel like it's the equivalent of back in the eighties where every American mother had those geese, (laughs) had geese in the kitchen and in the bathroom and everywhere. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm being silly, of course, but so uh, on the horizon for, for this podcast, we're going to have a um, podcast on the totem animals and the spirit animals. Also dreams. Dreams is a huge topic of intuitive experiences. I will be building the dream aspect now that I'm talking about it, maybe I'll do a little addition to the, the animal totems because I've had students come to me that they are so, um, they are so, let's see, what's the right word? I want to say tormented by their intuition, but really it's just, it's a coping mechanism when, when you have a really sensitive child and there's no safe place to talk about it or admit what you're seeing, let alone try to get evidence for what the hell you're getting. Um, these really sensitive kids turn into adult intuitive dreamers. And um, I'm excited to really go, you know, do a deep dive into what it means to have not only receive guidance during dreams, but also the one of my pet peeves is when people actually use dream state to travel and leave their body. I have a lot to say about that because it's created. I've, I've, I've seen how that can create so much hell for people um, because we were not designed to leave our bodies because you have no idea what might be waiting to get into your body when you leave at night to go travel around. So Um, can't wait to talk about that. And another one on the horizon is why bad things happen. You know, it's kind of that, why do bad things happen to good people? Um, that's a conversation that comes up a lot in my work because of course people go to psychics and mediums usually because either they're lost, you know, they're looking for some direction in their life as a psychic, but also because somebody they love has passed away and that's, you know, or maybe their child is handicapped or, Maybe, you know, I get, a, I, in, especially early in my career, I had a lot of uh, parents that lost children. And there's that, of course, that the big question, why? Why would this happen to me? So looking forward to having a deeper conversation about, and you know, and I think a lot of us, I know I catch myself sometimes too. It's like, but I've been so good. So why should this happen to me? You know, or I tried so hard, so I don't deserve when these quote unquote bad things happen. So just want to do a, a deep dive into the nuances of what the spirit world is doing and, or our life contract is doing when the bad things do come nigh. Right. But in the meantime, there are still so many ways I can support you and I'm here for your intuitive journey and you can stay connected to me. And, um, the first and foremost is I've, I've been, I've been loving being on TikTok, and I'll do like a quick, maybe, you know, anywhere from like three, 30 seconds to like four minute videos on TikTok. And I can take just a one subject and give you a tip, or I can do like this morning, I did a, um, four steps to, of intuition. And, you know, since you're here with me, let's just go over it quick. You know, that first step of intuition, and this is the beauty of TikTok where I can look you in the, you know, you can look at me in my face and in my eyes and feel that connection with me. 
that first step of intuition is that you're curious about it. You're kind of aware you might be, or you're aware your child is, or you're aware your sister is, whatever. There's a curiousness and a, like, you're kind of open to it because you see it, you see it in your life as you should, because every single person has intuition. The second part is you're finally ready to get some training around it. And maybe you start with some podcasts, maybe you start with a you know, books, my book would be incredible for that. Be guided and be great. Maybe you actually go to mentorship, uh, which was what I, you know, I, I, I read every single book I possibly could for a decade. And then when I, I was still like, this feels really sort of intellectual rather than really grounded in, in, and embodied in who I am. I finally got mentorship and that went, took me from maybe 50% to, you know, 80%. And then the last 20, I feel like was developed through taking my intuition uh, public, you know, and working professionally with it. That took me to a hundred percent because it put me in so many different situations. My ass was on the line, you know, <laughs> that'll get you to a hundred percent in no time because you, you pay, somebody paid you to give them accurate information. And so, and then I did public events and read publicly for, for many years. I did big ask a medium shows and stuff. So, that is the second step where you're, you get mentorship or you join a group and you start practicing. And the third step of, of intuition is that it's finally integrated. It's, you know, if you kind of walk into a room and you sense or see a ghost, it's, you're pretty calm about it. It's integrated. You're like, you already know they exist because during that second step, you learned about it. You learned about the different dimensions. You learned about what happens when people do or don't cross over. You know, you've learned all of these things in stage two. So in stage three, you're just, okay, you know, there's a ghost. Maybe now you have a protocol though. Like, do I need to protect myself? Do I need to remove the ghost? Do I need to remove myself? Um, now stage three, oh, you know what it feels like when you're getting guidance. You're no longer stopped in your tracks because your guys are screaming at you because you're not listening. <laughs> so, oh, you know, they can whisper to you or tap you on the shoulder like, hey, pay attention or, uh, you know, hey, this is coming up or all the things, you know, that you know what it feels like when the guide is talking to you, especially your birth guide, because, you know, I'm the biggest fan of birth guides even though we have several other guides. And that fourth part of intuition is that it is pretty quiet, right? And integrated intuition shouldn't be big, huge stuff. It shouldn't be bells and whistles. You should not be scared. You should not be shocked. I am always in awe of the beauty of intuition. That never gets old. I'm always in awe of the gentle nudgings. I'm always in awe of the passionate um, support because heaven works so damn hard for us every single moment to gently guide us. Um, the guidance is far more gentle than the actual passion they have to be guiding us and helping us each step of the way. So in stage four, they, you are only really getting big, huge stuff when it's time for you to learn something new. Um, so for example, I was well into stage three, you know, as a professional medium, I had mentorship students, I led a group, I was doing Ask a Medium shows. I mean, I was fully integrated. And then when July, uh, my guide ex just explicitly, she said, buckle up, you're going to learn something new. And I, I was kind of shocked, like, God, I, what more could I possibly learn? 
And I mean, the flood, she prepared me in July and by August, the floodgates were open and I was in a whole new territory. Now, the beauty about when our guides prepare us in stage four for something new is you do have a lot more tools this time. So it is not as scary as in stage one or two. It is not as you, you're not lost. You have guidance. You have your birth guide. Um, you know exactly where to go to navigate this new situation. Stage four is when a loved one or yourself gets sick and you're in new territory. You are, because you went through stages one, two, three, you have support. You know where to get the answers. You know where to get the guidance. So stage four is this beautiful thing where I get a lot of people that reach out like, I don't feel intuitive anymore. Or like, I feel like it's broken or it's shut down. I would say to you in general, if you've gone through stages one through three, what's happened is that you're, you're so integrated. Actually, your life is going well because the guys aren't kicking your butt because you're not listening. You know, maybe you don't have weird things on the horizon. Maybe this is just a really beautiful, calm chapter in your life that makes you uncomfortable because you're used to the big bells and whistles and scary things. So stage four only triggers people because they don't understand it. So you, you have integrated intuition. Intuition was never meant to stay bells and whistly, you know, it's kind of like maybe if somebody gets to go to the Olympics, you know, one time, the second, third, maybe fourth time is kind of like ho-hum, you know, they're happy to be there, but it's not even close to the feeling or the texture that that stage one is, right? So that stage four, when they are ready to prepare you, they will let you know. That's when things will start to get a little bit more interesting and you go back to the basics of connecting with that birth guide over and over and over. Maybe having a protocol. And the dangers of stage three is people can let go of their meditation. They can let go of their active communication. And that's kind of where it's not that our intuition is shut down, but rather we don't have a protocol to make sure we're connected because intuition is a relationship. Just like if I don't look my kids in the eye and talk to them every single day, um, you know, cause maybe some days I, I talk to my son every single morning, we have breakfast together. He looks me in the eye. We start the day like that, that ne I've never not started the day with him like that. Um, but sometimes when they get home from school, uh, they're kind of irritated. I'm like, get to the food, <laughs> you know, like, Ooh, making sure they, they get their time. And some, sometimes, um, our habit used to be they'd come home, get a snack, and we'd watch something funny together for like a half hour. That way, like all the anxiety they had during the day isn't like directed at me, you know. So, but sometimes now that they're teenagers, they do uh, come in and want to talk about something right away. And, uh, but sometimes they don't because they've had a fine day. So we're not like stopping and looking intensely because there's nothing wrong. They've had a fine day. They don't need that. But I can feel, especially with my daughter, if I don't make the effort to look her in the eye and, and talk, talk to her, because she's really comfortable with kind of like, she knows you're there and she that's enough for her. But like a real relationship, I have to make sure I make the connection with her so she feels connected to me. And that's the same with intuition. Sure, it's integrated so you don't have to big do big rituals and big meditations and incense. You don't need all the fun stuff, you know. But it, it's good for us to have the rituals of the big stuff, the big, you know, sitting down in your favorite chair, listening to your favorite meditation album before you actually 
talk to your guides. Um, maybe having that incense or that candle. Those are just good for us to keep that connection going. The, the, you know, heaven doesn't need that and our guides don't need that, but, but we do. Because when we're waiting for guidance, it doesn't feel like there's a connection made. So I made the fourth step extremely long, but basically the fourth step, again, they're only talking to you because they're preparing you for something next. And we are throughout our whole lives. That is the same cycle over and over and over. You'll never go back into one or two. Um, three can always be kind of updated, you know, because when you go through a stage four, you're learning something new. You now have to integrate the new thing that you learned. So we go through stages of three and four, actually. We're always evolving in, in that, you know, kids grow up and they go to college, like the stage I'm in. Um, you get married, that's a new stages. Um, maybe you go through a divorce, that's a new stage. Maybe your mother or father pass away, that's a hell of a new stage for a lot of people. And depending on how your relationship is with them, you know, it may be very different than your siblings. And so we cycle through that three and four. Oh man, I could just talk all day about this subject. But basically that long talk was something I did in like two minutes and 30 seconds on TikTok. We take the TikTok and we put it on every other platform we can. We put it on Instagram, we put it on Facebook. Um, so as I'm in hiatus from the podcast, those things are still there for you. You can always reach out uh, to Ask Kate on katesinclair.com. There's an Ask Kate button. I think it's on the podcast tab where in the meantime, you can always ask me a question and I'll do a TikTok, TikTok on it. And with that being said, you know, I'll still be over the next three to six months. I'm still active in my Kate St. Clair community, free community for anybody who just wants support, wants, you know, that kind of weekly bi-weekly newsletter with some tips and some tools for you. I'm still going to be active in that. I'm still going to be doing the monthly open house with the community, which of course you can attend live on Zoom with me. And I've had some wonderful questions that people work during the day on Friday. So they um, to go ahead and send their questions to me and I'm able to answer their intuitive questions at that open house. And then of course I email everybody the video of the open house so that you too can learn and feel connected and feel just really a part of a community, part of normal people that do this work because it's a normal part of the human experience. I still do do half hour uh, medium readings, so I'm, I'm available for that. There's a wait list for that right now, but it, it goes rather fast, honestly. And I am still mentoring. And though I, I tend to fill those up quickly, you just reach out to me and I'll try to get you in as soon as I can for that one-to-one -one mentorship. In development, we have the clearing and grounding meditations. We have the audible book. We have the journal in production. And as soon as those two things are, well, those four things rather are done, I'm going to be jumping into getting online courses developed with for you. The first one we're thinking about is the dowsing course, which is an energy removal course, which has changed my life. And if you watch the open house from last, from Friday, um, we talk a bit as a community about how dowsing has changed our lives as well. So um, start with that. We're going to do like a four week to intuition to really get you kickstarted on an intuitive journey. Uh, and obviously the signature program will be the Be Guided and Be Great Academy, which is development. It's in its real pre-stages because I'm going to have everything, everything you need that you would have if you actually personally mentored with me will be in this program, but at a, at a much better price point, um, because I want to 
have it available for more people. So lots of things going on from the Kate St. Clair community. Um, you can always go to katestclair.com. You can take that quiz. I've heard people come back and tell me, you know, I took the quiz again and I got a different Claire that's stronger. And they, they, I hear this constantly. I feel like I got the new Claire because I've actually been practicing my Claire's better. And I feel like I'm developing and changing how I do intuition. So it's so cute when I hear people say that through my quiz at katesinclair.com, they're able to kind of test themselves and see how far they've come in their intuitive, their little private intuitive journeys as well. So that's been really cool. Um, and if you, take the quiz. There's also a free chapter available on my website now, um, that you can take. Um, when you do are able to download the clearing and the grounding meditations, all of these things will get you into the community. And the minute you enter the community, I have a like 10 week sequence for you where every week for 10 weeks, you have a video a podcast and a worksheet on a a particular subject on of intuition but they build on each other and so just by doing any of the freebies the quiz the clearing grounding the free chapter you get into the community and you get this 10-week support sequence you're going to learn about intuition if you already know about intuition we're going to i'm going to validate the things you already know but i'm also going to organize it in a way that starts to help the brain come along for the ride the brain it'll start really making sense to the brain and some more kind of expansive things to think about on the intuitive journey there's also one week you know where I even really go over your family history of intuition because like it or not how we in in uh, interact with our intuition has so much still to do with how grandma or grandpa used their intuition or didn't how they talked about the spirit world how, what their attitude was about death and life and um, deserving and and things like that right so there's a deep dive into even family history in this 10 this free 10 week sequence so which again, I get a lot of good feedback on that and everyone's amazed that that's free, but I just felt like, um, I just, I, last year I took the time to make something really special to make sure when you're part of this community, you feel like you're really part of this community and you're not alone in your thoughts or your wonderings. And there isn't a strange enough question for me because I had to live a really strange life. The first 20, 24 years of my life was you know, beyond challenging. And I had, a, I've walked through hell several times. So I, I am one of these very few psychics that come to the table. It's not love and light. It's, you know, there's a lot in between, you know what I mean? There's a lot in between the love and the light and everything else. So, um, I'm capable of going wherever you need to go in the conversation. Um, as long as the intention is, is love and light, you know, um, it is to be free of that. It is to be safe from that. It is to, you might be in the dark right now, but I guarantee you the way out is through your intuition and the way to stay out is through your intuition. Um, because you know, a lot of really weird things can happen in the package of something very normal and beautiful and safe looking. And so it's only through our intuition. Can we know that there is bait there not to take, right? Oh man, another thing I could talk about forever. So I just want to let you know, I'm going to miss you. I'm thinking about you. The community's still active and here for you. Yes, I know I've had many people ask for a Facebook group. 
that will probably come this summer um, because honestly, if I was to open the group now, I wouldn't have a lot of time to interact with you because I'm preparing my child for graduation. So I want to make sure if there's something I offer that you get, you get support from me. So um, my, the chapter in my life where that will be more plentiful is coming. I'm just not quite there yet for something like that. But um, the Ask Kate questions always there, the contact, you know, the medium stuff, it's all on the website. And I look forward to seeing you there. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful spring, a beautiful summer. I think we'll be in a different state when I get to reconnect with you again. And in the meantime, go to the freebies for all the support. And I hope to see you at the next open house. And oh, anyway, until next time, take care. If you're interested in finding out which is the strongest Claire in you, go to my website at katesaintclair.com and take the quiz, which Claire are you? Until next time, remember, it's your birthright to be guided and be great.